0: Thanks for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, please visit us at journeytn.com. Welcome to Journey on My Mind with Sam and Kevin and Dave. And uh, Dave Verhagen is joining us again as our our licensed psychologist and been practicing for eons. And we are grateful to have him and share his wisdom with us yes. as we continue down this path of of balancing spirituality with psychology. And uh, we are grateful for his expertise. And Sam brings his years of ministry experience as our triage pastor. Also known as Care Pastor. (laughs) Triage. I like
1: triage. Let's do triage.
0: Here at at Journey. It's like a mash unit. And and to get to know us a little bit better today, we're going to talk about a number of things. But first, I think there's some uh, conversation around uh, Girl Scout cookies that we need to resolve. And uh, make sure we get that cleared up. Did Brenda pick up her Girl Scout cookies? Not yet. She's getting them on Sunday. But okay. she knows that she's won. She knows that she won. And she's gonna pick them up. Right. Have I,
2: I can't really see in the box, but it looks like in that crate <laughs> some people have pilfered <laughs> yes. other Girl Scout yes. cookies. Her her selection yeah. is definitely getting it's, less it's and limited less. now. <laughs> Hurry, Brenda. Well Hurry. I will I will
1: say my wife took some Samoas, so that's <laughs> I
2: didn't know we could milk Girl Scout cookies for this long. Like, this is oh, spanned. Yes. It'll go on
0: for, like, episodes. Yes, this, episodes this, yeah, this will be part of our uh, ongoing... Until this box is empty.
2: They're a legitimate currency, guys.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't, Apparently. Yeah, yeah, Apparently, yes. When, when civilization
2: collapses, we'll use Girl, Girl Scout <laughs> cookies.
0: Thin, as mints. Our-
1: Thin mints become the Benjamins
0: <laughs> of the world. I'm pretty sure it's the same box since I was a kid. I think those are the same people... On that box, the same group of girls on that box carrying that canoe. I had that that box sitting on my desk, and one of my clients who's a college student,
2: a male college student, says... You know, there's a national thin mint for you. <laughs> and I thought, how does a male college student uh, know, know that there's a. Right. Yeah. <laughs> why Is this like a big news headline? <laughs> it's like, yes. this bank collapsed. And uh,
0: yeah. yes, there's Girl Scout. And cookies. now there's a and, Girl Scout. And as lunch. a 50 year old soul, almost 60, I was reading the nutritional value of these. Mighty did good. Did you know? Did you know that there is no real good fiber in this? There's no real good less, anything. Less I don't than think. one gram of dietary fiber. Other
1: than taste. Come on. Yeah. yeah.
0: Define good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good good for you or it tastes good in your mm, mouth. There it is. There yeah, it is. That's good. the question of the day. Mm. So, um, and Dave, you want to talk a little bit about how quirky we are as human beings? <laughs> um, well, yeah, before we get into the meaty stuff. Y- yes. Yes. do the even more the, yeah, meaty, it, stuff. It meaty stuff. Yes. We were talking
2: before we recorded, and um, I would say on a scale of, let's say one to 10, Mm -hmm. I'm probably like a, I'm gonna say a seven or an eight on the quirky scale. Mm -hmm. So before I share any specifics. (laughs) What am I? We have to rate ourselves. And and I'll define quirky as like, just very
0: odd little habits, right?
2: Little little odd things.
0: Mm, Think I'm firing a 10. (laughs) I was gonna say. (laughs) Maybe not a 10. I, I'm probably lower on the scale, guys. I'm a pretty dull person. I'm probably around a four. <laughs> You're not dull, <laughs> but cor- yeah, actually, yeah. you are quirky. You I have am? yeah. Okay. Like I'll a just ten? share well, like a maybe, ten.
1: Maybe maybe it's actually me being quirky that this. That feels like a it quirk work. about you. Well, <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> well, it's it, we're going to compare quirkiness. Your, well, your hat represents one mm-hmm. of those things, which yes. I think is so oh, funny. He, right. uh, he was given a hat today by, was did Rob give it to you? Yes, Rob gave it to you. And it's just it a thumbs me. up. It's a thumbs uh-huh. up uh, emoji. emoji. Yes. Right. So I will uh, I'll write a text. that's like four pages long yep. and it's like pouring out my heart. I like, just want to <laughs> make sure he understands it. And Kevin will be like, Thumbs up? That's all you get back. Thumbs up or or cool or okay. Yeah. I, or a unicorn uh, of all
0: things. Well, see, everybody started busting on me about the thumbs up thing, Dave. I mean, everybody. 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 Yeah. everybody. And I've sent you a few thumbs up. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I switched from thumbs up. To unicorns. I found this group of unicorns that are emojis. And so I send some... I don't think this is quirky. You don't, you don't think so? No. <laughs> no I think okay. it's lazy. Oh, <laughs> maybe. There you go. There you go. I like okay, that, I that. Okay. I admit that. Okay. I'll...
1: All right. It's sort of... I, I
2: don't have the time or emotional bandwidth yes, to right. engage this. Well, yes. Yeah. It's a thumbs, thumbs up. up. Right. Okay. So Kevin is dull. <laughs> (laughs) Right. We're back. Never mind. Now we're
1: back to doll. (laughs) We're back to doll. Ordinary, (laughs) common,
2: quirky. Did you give yourself a rating then? Did you? (laughs) A four. A four. four. And you would say? I'm
1: probably similar to you. I would guess maybe like a six or seven, something like that. Okay. He said said seven or eight. Okay. Maybe I'm. You are definitely in that eight category. You think so? Okay. All right. It's hard to know, like, am I actually quirky? Because things are. We're going to decide. We're going to have a choice. Okay. Quirk off. (laughs) We have to, right. Quirk
2: off. Here we go. Quirk off. Okay. First, we'll ask Kevin, <laughs> no, who's no, not no. a contender. <laughs> no, he's clearly not. not a, okay. What is? Give us share us one thing that's quirky about you that you're willing to share. Oh, let's see. See this. See, is, he's having a hard I, time. I have a hard time. See, I up. could. Mine is such a deep well. I'd be like, let's just give us r- some examples. In there maybe,
1: and, maybe he's. Thinking he, I just need examples yeah, of what
2: quirky. Like is. Like for you, Dave. Well, I, I'm I'm trying to decide if I should lead with a big one.
0: Yeah, why you know, And it will
2: it will completely <laughs> discourage Kevin from sharing. Uh, sure. of- no, start off smaller. <laughs> okay. What's a smaller quirk? A smaller quirk. I'll tell you two smaller quirks. Okay, all right. There are about two percent of the U.S. population that take a bath every day, and I'm among the two. Per- I take a bath every day. Wow, not a shower. I do take a shower too. Okay. Every I shower day, in the morning and a bath, bath at night, and I read a book or a magazine huh. at night every day. Without, I mean, almost without fail. Okay. So it's a little quirky. Similarly, I like streaks of things. And so Mm. if I decide I'm going to do something, I try to go as long as I can. I knew that about you. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Those are very mild. So so do you have anything on that level? Quirky like that. This is funny that Kevin's just struggling with the quirky uh, thing. He doesn't. Yeah, you, I can, you, if you were watching him it's like you can see the, the smoke wheels out turning of his yeah ears. he cannot think of it i'll share one while All you right, think here we okay. go um
1: so, yeah, here we and go actually people who know me really well like, like the bleach guys they they always <laughs> they always mess with me with this so <laughs> just so you um, know
0: sam was part of a band named bleach oh yeah if you didn't know that context yeah, yes, yes yeah, this yes is Pat it's old, not like old life bleach people aren't like yeah. clorox <laughs> no or, no, no no none, <laughs> none of was my band right
1: um anyway
0: uh so
1: for whatever reason, I've always had this thing with the number six, and I think it's because of 666. Six, six. Right. Let me say it differently. I know 100%. <laughs> yeah. was, six, that six, is six, why. Six. Right. And yeah. in my story, uh, <laughs> I said yes to Jesus because I didn't want to go to hell, not because I thought Jesus was awesome at the time, At the time, right? The well, time, right? So, yeah. Me too. So, so anything associated with that, I had a lot of f- fear around. Mm-hmm. And so six is, for whatever reason, I will literally... Um, uh, if I have six of something, I'll either give it one away or I'll throw it away. So I don't have to have six of <laughs> this those is things a good anymore. Is that, this is, is that quirky? Yeah, that's quirky. They okay. always take, like whenever their like, odometers get to like 666 something or what, like they always send me a picture of like 666 or something <laughs> with six. I'm like, you guys
2: are evil. Yes. Okay. Let's see how far this goes. Okay, if right. you were to check into a hotel and they're like, I will ask uh, for a different room. That's what I was gonna yep, say. Yep, I knew you're you were in going. room
1: sixty-six. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. Or or or. Uh Nine. on the level sixth level say, uh, yeah okay or six i would ask
2: for a different one six ten yeah you'd be I would, like I, could i have another room please yep you wow, would that is crazy. and this well, is good and that here you go yeah, 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 maybe yeah. this is a big <laughs> one
1: anything that is multiples of six i also like 18 uh-huh. or but it's yeah so any of the any multiples right because 18 is me. really 666 six, six. yeah i know yeah and it was my mom's favorite number so it's a real conundrum for me <laughs> so i all right yeah
0: I've That's got one. one. Okay. okay all right, go.
1: good. Oh, wow. You guys, we're just excited <laughs> and I'm going to share, a
0: I've never shared this with anybody okay. excited. and it usually, I'm, I'm, and I'm a person who does things all the time in their own head. Okay. So this is what happens to me when I'm on a long drive, like I'm driving somewhere, Yep. I will look at license plates and see if there's an equal divisor of the numbers into the numbers of the license plate <laughs> <laughs> that's quirky that's i like that yeah that's, yeah i like that like too. ongoingly like i yeah. will do it for an hour yeah perfect like, yeah. oh no that one doesn't work or that one doesn't work. oh that one well, works you know then i give him a <laughs> thumbs up <laughs> well, I, yeah.
1: perfect you did great great <laughs> choice passed. of numbers for your you license passed. plate yes mm-hmm. um well, you know, I think in the first episode, I talked a little bit about when I was young, diagnosed with Tourette's. And so yes. there's definitely, I know there's quirky things about me because of that, that they're pretty normal to me. <laughs> like, you know, like, and there's certain ones I do, like tics that no one would ever know. Like I count every step I take.
2: Yeah. I, you I, know, things like that. I've like, never noticed tics yeah. for you until yep. so you said that. Even even after you said it, I've not noticed I've it. I've worked hard to well, not you, let them. You've done yep. a good job. yeah. Yep. All right, I have two good ones. And then I have a capper that's not mine, but it's the most quirky thing I've ever heard. Okay. Okay. All right, so. Let's do it. All right, here's, here's one. There is a word in the English language that I have never said and will never say. And it is not a dirty word. It's not a bad word. It's just a normal word. Okay. Okay. And I have never said it, and I will never say it. Oh, were well, you and going here's, to tell us what it is? No, of course not. <laughs> and here's the the link. And I don't want anyone to ever know it. Okay. And here's the link that I will go snuffle up. Please. If someone said, <laughs> you know, because people when they find this yeah, out, they, they, they try to get you to they say go it. say cuticle, say right. couch, say okay. you know, yeah. and I'll if someone. Cornered me and they found out what the word was, and they said, Say the word, this word. Yeah. And it was the word I'd say it as a way of getting them off the trail where they wouldn't know that was my word. Ah, <laughs> that's how that's, that's how committed to it. I, wow. I, 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 so wow. So it's a whole thing. It, it is so a whole thing. You're on a serious
0: streak, aren't and you? There, I've never in my
2: life said it. And, okay. and and if you were to know it you'd be like that is the most benign. like it's a yeah. it's a nothing word. Okay. You just refuse. I just absolutely refuse okay. to say it. Have, and and have you even ever... to the point I will like like you with the room change. Yeah. I did a presentation one time <laughs> with another guy a co-presentation <laughs> and on one of his slides he had the word mm. and I saw it and before the presentation when he wasn't looking, I went onto a slide and I changed. And that. you edited
1: the word. To a different... That's hilarious, dude. Wait, Wait. Okay. So, have you ever ac- <laughs> That's is funny. it something that you could accidentally like? Or are you it so would, aware? It
2: would come. No, I would never accidentally say. Okay. That. But it it is a word that comes up in conversation easily once a week or more. Ha- okay. Has anyone ever cornered you with it and never. You said it to get them off the trail? Never. So it's just no. not a word you've ever used. No. And and um. People in my life want so much to know this, except for my wife, who's like, I don't care. What <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Who cares what the word is? <laughs> I'm she, not, like, perfect, uh, she's like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I, I told people, I'd be willing to photocopy a dictionary, <laughs> circle the word, put it in a sealed envelope, and put it in my will, and that they could read it at the reading of my will. I'd be I, willing to I, have it is. disclosed. There it That's is. That's as far as I'm willing to go. But uh, then I would worry that someone would... yeah break in to yeah. the will or whatever, wherever it would be. And, and no, yeah, and, and know the no, no, no one's going to do that. David. And they torture yeah, No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out
0: the waterboard. We're going to find out the word. Yeah. All right. You okay. ready for another one? Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: This is another good one. And I, I, I don't know which one's more quirky okay. you guys decide. All right. I have characters in my head oh. that when I go to bed, I think of those characters and I tell a story with them. And every night the story moves a little forward (laughs) and they've been in my head since I was a kid. Wow. They've been in my head since I was at least 12 years old. Okay. And every night I go to bed and I think about my little characters and they have a little story. It's Uh called, I found out later, it's called a paracosm. Oh. So, it has a name. It has a name. Have it's... you talked to a therapist about that? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when I have, they said, you need to talk to a therapist. they yeah. so, like, this is past my yeah, yeah. I, don't... Uh, yeah. I, I, So, yeah. Wow. And, and that's how I go to bed, and I have a little story with characters in my head, and they kind of stay roughly the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't really age or evolve. Has or... that been for years that you've done that? Since, so, since I was 12. 12. Yeah. This oh, is you like, said 12. Okay. Yeah, yeah. this is going wow. on a while. And since I'm only in my... 30s now. Late, yeah. uh, 20s. <laughs> it's only been a few years. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah. but hey. It feels much longer. Huh. Than okay. So. Wow. Which one's more quirky? The characters for uh, decades in my head or the yeah. word that I'll never say? I think the uh, characters in your head mm.
1: is quirky. I think that feels quirkier to
2: me. Yeah. The other one is,
1: it's a unique kind of thing or like, some, oh, it's, it's very funny. Quirky, it's but... funny if it's quirky, but like the. Yeah. I don't. I guess I always think of quirky as like, um, I don't know, just something that's like it's, an it's eccentric behavior. And, yeah, like an yeah, yeah, okay. exactly.
2: You want to you want to hear the most quirky thing I've ever heard? A hundred percent. All right. One of my interns years ago. Oh, and uh, this is a doctoral level intern. Okay. All right. Um, when you talked to her, you'd notice that she'd kind of lightly nod, mm-hmm. which, uh-huh. and she confessed when we we're talking about quirky things yes, <laughs> that when people are talking to her uh-huh. she imagines an imaginary keyboard in front of her face and she's pecking out the words of what they're saying wow. with her nose. <laughs> she's nose pecking <That's- laughs> a keyboard. So if you're like hello how are you she's like h-e-o-o-w she's that's pecking it out while so interesting that is i think that is that's a 10 on oh, oh, a 10 yeah, that's a win yeah, that's for the you win I, I could never compete with that and how do no. you even think like you know like it's <laughs> yeah. just like it
1: comes from somewhere because you can't even imagine that no. and, like, and if
0: i'd have known that i'd have talked really fast
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right Yeah, (laughs) she put me to shame with quirky in general. But (laughs) that was that was the for
0: the wow wow. That was the kicker. That's funny. That's Mm -hmm.
2: amazing. Okay,
0: all right. We've learned valuable lessons lessons. here today. And everybody's quirky to some degree. They just sometimes even Kevin. Yes, yeah. Who who multiplies numbers on license? No, divides. Divides. I mean, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) it's one of the order of operations. It's, it's, i was never it's, it's, good it's, with math it's a division thing and it has to go in there yeah and you can tell pretty quick if there's even numbers odd numbers kind of but it, it's it's like magical when it works i like how he says <laughs> it's, 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 you can continue. tell pretty quick yeah. you can you can yeah. anybody can i'm right. just
1: afraid i'm gonna start doing that now <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> i don't need to learn more of these I'm, I'm sorry like, i'm the guy that's like okay yeah that yeah. is kind of cool yeah. okay yep yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs>
0: yep. Probably my most visible quirk is I walk into rooms that are filled with people, and I, I, I observe and don't engage for a while. Mm-hmm. That's probably my most. I wouldn't school. say that's quirky. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty
1: normal. Yeah.
0: Okay. Finding your spot. It, that's introvert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I do it on purpose, though. So with that comes a lot of uncertainties. <laughs> Aha! Yes. yes. What a transition, yes. Kevin Dixon. Kevin you're yes. a pro. And uh, that is our 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 topic of choice today as we've mulled over a lot of what's going on in people's lives there's a lot of uncertainties that they're facing and um actually there's a lot of, you know wouldn't you say sam that's a lot of conversation we have with people yeah is around For um sure. around the idea of yeah i i, I want to know what god's will is mm-hmm. i want to i don't want to not know what his will is because i don't want to not do it um and so there's that's part of Uh, the sixth thing for you, maybe? Um, Yeah. Yeah. The, I don't want to be, because I think people actually fear being out of God's will Mm -hmm. and and to be uncertain about what that is causes anxiety. Um, I also think they try to discover it in ways that it wasn't meant to be discovered. Um, And so there's this, this tension then exists with, well, the future is out there, I'm gonna graduate from college or I'm gonna get this new job or I'm gonna mm-hmm. get married. Who should I marry? What should, you know, And all these things are like these great mysteries of life. And, and so people ask us to pray, people ask us, ask us to talk about those things, but uncertainties are, are the reality of life. Mm-hmm. And even, even if we pretend to know God's will about the future, um it's still uncertain what other areas do
2: you hear people talking about where there's concern about uncertainty yeah is it is like financial it yeah financial is a big one i think in their marriage yeah
1: oftentimes mm-hmm. um just in like um, uh, like transitional times like when if it's a job change or maybe loss of a job or a move a move mm-hmm. yeah yep. yeah big- a
0: lot of those cancer diagnosis yep. yeah oh, yeah medical diagnosis mm-hmm. yeah for sure yep so uh, and it's pervasive it's like you pick
2: a an a, area of your life and there's some uncertainty 100 yeah. yeah it's part of what makes life interesting
0: 100 percent, and also what makes it scary can we talk theology before we talk uh, psychology? We yeah yeah so <laughs> you go ahead and ask whatever you want <laughs> no i am <laughs> i am so
2: with with god's will you know mm-hmm. we we growing up had this idea of God's will. You have to find God's will. He's got a perfect plan for your life. Right. Yeah. God loves you and has a plan for your life. Yes. And so I think we've all here grown up with that way of thinking. Right. And one of the most helpful things for me in, in thinking about that was that God's will is less about what particular decision you make and who you are right right do you guys endorse that as a as a way of thinking about it a
1: hundred percent i actually think when we ask like what's god's will for my life we're asking the wrong question yeah right i I think we're asking the right question maybe uh, framing it up wrong i think the question we're asking is what's his purpose for me like what what what's my my purpose here i mean he's his will's been made you know pretty clear and we see the key piece of that in the greatest commandment of love God and love other people. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, if we say God's will, I, I I want to be careful. I I would say God's will. When I think of God's will, I think of the general, like God's general will, right. Mm -hmm. That we all are encompassed in. And then with each person, there might be a unique individual purpose for that person. So I think oftentimes we're asking a question of purpose rather than will. Mm. So
0: is that confusing? Kevin looks confused. I'm not confused. Okay. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I don't, I think the diff, I think what people are looking for is the exact answer. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Tell me, tell me what is like, who am I? Like just the question of who am I supposed to marry? Mm-hmm. Well, is there just one person I'm supposed to marry or is there a variety of people I could marry? And, and my answer to that question has always been, you don't have to get married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there isn't a specific person. There isn't. God didn't ordain that, right? I don't think. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a. Um, we are robots in a in a maze, right? And God says, "This is who you're supposed to marry. This is when you're supposed to turn right. This is when you're supposed to turn." it Doesn't work that way, right? We're all. Mo- we have moral agency. And within us is the capacity to choose and we can choose well, or we could choose not so well. Mm -hmm. We could choose um, things that aren't even on the scale of good or bad. We could just be, they could just be neutral choices that Mm -hmm. we make throughout life. And I think the better question to ask is the person that I'm marrying, um, will I invest my whole self in that relationship? That's the better question. Mm -hmm. And if you do, and you end up divorced or you end up in a situation where it doesn't work there's a vi- there is a variable within that that you cannot control the other person right. you you are not at liberty to control the other person so a lot of what we think is God's will for us isn't God's will for the other person right. and 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 we find ourselves um Quirk. quirking yes <laughs> so so we're. A- I think asking the wrong question and the right question all at the same time mm-hmm. in that um, I think I think it's to alleviate some of the uncertainties and the questions about what God would have us do yeah we want answers but some mm-hmm. of that old way of thinking comes from certain theological traditions right. correct I think, too I think you're right
2: but if if I were to use you as an example mm-hmm. you could be fully in God's will as a pastor. But also, you could have, if you had turned left and were a financial planner, right? Or a business person, right? You could still be fully in God's will. Correct. It's yeah. not like, well, Kevin made a left turn and yeah. now he's deviated yeah. out of God's but will. But I
1: feel like that's how we've been that's taught what I'm saying. oftentimes. Yeah, it's, in, it's from um, certain
2: theological well, or, or, or uh, church culture traditions. I think, yes. yeah,
1: that's like uh, just a a simple example of that would when i'm when i was in high school there's a group of us who we would go you know we did a lot of the things that i would probably not do i would do differently these days like um and this one's not a bad thing like we would go (laughs) we'd go like we would go like witnessing right we'd go witnessing or whatever Yeah. yeah it was quirky yeah um and uh i remember um there was one one guy who he would always like no matter what we were doing, he would want to pray about like like if we were gonna go get a burger, he'd be like, "Well, okay, well, I need to pray about like where should we go? Like McDonald's mm-hmm. or Wendy's mm-hmm. or." And I'm like, "Dude, I don't think God gives a crap whether you eat <laughs> right. a Wendy's burger or a McDonald's. Or what he wants you, what he hopes is that you're gonna be a, a representation of who he is wherever you're at, right? Either so one would, of those, burgers they're fine. will kill they, you. Yeah, they're bad, just as, bad way. as the other one. But but and it was totally from in an innocent place, and right. he really was. So you can." He wanted to hear from the Lord, but I, yeah, you know, I just think that we it gets extreme like mm-hmm. that, right. where it free mm-hmm. it, it 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 like freezes us from even be able to to make a decision at times, right. you know. Yeah. So,
2: and what you both are saying is there's a lot of latitude within. 100%. You can go to Wendy's or you can go yeah. to In and Out Burger, or you can oh. marry person A or B, or, B. Right. or you can yeah. pursue job one or two, so, right? And all that can be within God's will That's for right. sure. Yep. But this need for certainty. Gums people up to the point where there's a right answer here that right. I need to be yes, and it paralyzes. It's them. very par- because, Well, yeah, I mean, how could it not? Because right. then there's you're left in uncertainty, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And 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 then if you to use your example, Kevin, if someone does a really good job of deciding they're going to move toward this person in marriage, and it doesn't go well, and they end mm-hmm. up divorced then they're like well
0: i must not have been in god's will I, right. right
2: either god's abandoned me or right. i i was right. not in god's will or right or i'm in some some i'm doing something wrong
1: right, some, right. Yeah, it's
2: right. punishment right. yeah it, it sends people to a bad place mm-hmm. it does yeah. it does and it also
0: it, it violates the idea of really what god's will is mm-hmm. because now we're now we begin to question everything we because we were sure this was god's will yeah and then it's okay churches do this as well i'm gonna give you one more example it drove me drove me crazy um it 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 prompted me to leave one of my churches um i was a i was on staff and um they got up in front of the church and announced they were going to buy a piece of property and they said it was god's will for us to buy this property Mm. and we need to give to this and i was like I don't think so <laughs> maybe it's your will yeah, I, yeah yeah exactly. right and i was i was caught in that quandary of well what if it doesn't come to fruition are mm-hmm. we out of god's will are we mm-hmm. or what if we buy it and we we go under what if we you know so there's this manipulation of that mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. that can be used to say you know it's it's i'm really 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 careful about announcing to anybody what god's will is absolutely mm-hmm. yeah yeah I
2: wasn't thinking about...
0: I'm sorry. So we can go no, on. No, that's perfect. I, okay. I wasn't
2: thinking about sharing this, but um, one of the ways I've come to think about not just God's will, but like what's God's calling or what is my calling? And this actually comes from church tradition. You you look at yeah, kind yeah. of older church, church tradition and yep. it's in psychology too that that this is how we've come to think about it is there's sort of like, a it's a three-legged stool mm-hmm. and it would be like, What is something that if you were to do it, you would feel a sense of joy and pleasure in that? Number two, what is something that you are skilled or have an aptitude for? Mm -hmm. And what is something that you find meaningful? And that becomes the three-legged stool of You know, your career, your pursuit, it's like, is this something that you feel, you know, you remember the old chariots of fire, when I run, I feel God's pleasure. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. when you do it, do you feel God's pleasure Mm -hmm. in that? And are you good at it or could you be good at it? Yeah. And is it meaningful work? And and Mm -hmm. so for me, that's been really helpful in, that's what steered me partly away from going into radio and more into this field of Mm -hmm. psychology because, um, you know, I I've done my job thirty some years, which is weird because again, I'm only late, in my late twenties. Late 20s. 20s so. Yeah, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I I enjoy it as much today as I did thirty uh, years ago. Yeah. I'm not yeah. close to burning out, right? Because I think. You know, it, it's something I just—I feel like it's a joy and a pleasure to do, even right. when it's hard. Right. I feel like it's something I have aptitude for, and I find like feel feel like it's meaningful. Right. Right. That's
1: exactly what I'm talking about. When 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 I was talking about the difference between will and purpose, yeah, yeah. like calling or yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. there, there is a distinction, and I think my whole point with that, it aligns with what you're saying, Dave, is that th- that's the question I think that we're asking more often, you know? So right. yeah, um, Yeah. that we're looking for the and, answer. And that for. sometimes it gets... It gets blended and mixed up
2: with like the bigger. Right. Right. And, 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 and it that's becomes the confusion. reduced down to, yes. do I do A or B? It's like, let's And make it reduces
1: deal. God's... I think it reduces the heart and the bigness yeah. of God's will. Yeah. yeah. Um, you could sure. be
2: within God's will and be... A business person, or a pastor, or yeah, married to this or person, whatever, or, yeah, right, yeah. and and all that could exist. Um Yep. And, yep. and God's big enough and yep grand for enough for that. all that to be right. True. That's right. 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 That's right. Can I share a an example when we're talking about the psychology of uncertainty? Yes. yes. As, Please. As the train barrels yes. through, <laughs> I, <laughs> yes. I love. That. At least At we so got, a, got yeah. one in. Yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. It's always a train. It's it today. This is when when we were talking about the idea of uncertainty ahead of this podcast, I was thinking I've got one great example. It happened the very first year of my practice Mm. of, of, so 30 some years ago, Right. this is, and it it, it has always been the, the, um, the best example of what I'm getting ready to share. So I had a guy as a client come in at 17. He was very anxious, very worried. And his worry specifically was focused on his father dying. Mm. Okay. And so he comes in, tells me he's very anxious, very worried, specifically, I'm worried my dad's going to die. So I said, well, tell me about your dad. Is he in poor health? Is he, um, right? you know, any any things that would concern you? And he's like, no, he's like 50 and he, you know, we play football out on the lawn and yeah. he works out and he's in good shape. And I'm like, has he had any illnesses? No. Has there been any time in your life where you know, you worried about losing him? All the questions just to figure yeah. out why has it landed on this yeah, particular thing. He's like no, so it was very irrational. He knew it. Yeah, I promise you this is true. A few months later, his dad died. Oh, he wow. got a weird illness Oof. and died very quickly, like wow. in a matter of weeks. Wow, wow. Now, I, 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 I I'm not spiritualizing that. I'm not yeah. like he had some premonition. No, right. Or some yeah, 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 yeah. This. I don't think that's true. I actually think it was literally coincidental that he had this worry. Now, here's the thing: prior to that time, he was eaten up with this worry about his dad dying. Because yeah. the brain was on fire about it. Right, His dad dies and he goes to the funeral, he cries, he grieves, he comes in, he talks about it, yeah. and he did fine. Okay. And the point that this story is making is, when it comes to this topic, right, the worry about the uncertainty is worse than the actual, actual reality, mm-hmm, right. almost mm-hmm. always. Yeah. yeah, It's like the thing he was most worried about happened, And he did better than living in the possibility of it it happening. Right. Right. So, our brains are really wired for wanting certainty. Our brains really desire that. And so, when we're in these periods of time where it's like, Am I going to have enough money? Am I going to, is this relationship going to work out? Is it? Those times are actually psychologically harder than the reality. Then if That's, the relationship doesn't work right. out. Right, if the relationship doesn't work out, you'll deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Most right. people will deal. Right, yeah. If if the if the test comes back and it's cancer, you'll deal. Yeah, you you might have a rough few days. You may, mm-hmm. and or you weeks. may have a rough, uh, you know, beyond that. It yeah, may be, yeah. There may be hard things to come, Right. Mm-hmm. but from a psychological standpoint, this sort of in-between time of- The unknown. The unknown and uncertainty, our brains so much desire ah. The, the things to be clear that even if they're clear in the direction of it's not good news right we're better able to because now we know what the variables are because it's are. assured because now it's, the, a yeah, right. it's a certainty yeah right. it moves certainty. from uncertainty yeah. to certainty so part wow. of it is just knowing that when you're in that time that's a particularly rough time in terms of how human brains are wired because our brains want answers to those questions mm-hmm. and those are not answerable questions right you think about like we use this example before. Uh, will my kid get in a crash? Right. Uh, will you <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Right. Um, will um, I get fired in this next round of layoffs? Right. Will I, at some point, that that may be answered, but you don't know the answer to that. A lot of times, right. we're posing these yep. future questions yes. that we do not mm. know. Will my child live by me? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah. And I, <laughs> I think
1: that's, it's interesting because that is a real universal thing that people experience. I mean, there's songs written about, like the waiting is the hardest, right? Those kinds of things. Oh, like, sure. That, the musician
0: takes it to music. Sorry. I love it. But, yeah. but I'm that's just thinking. True, though. I, I, yeah. Like, it's they're the tapping into the heart. Something. Yeah, right, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah
2: that's, that's, that's really fascinating. And, and part of, to kind of go back even a step further, the human brain, almost everything you do Think about it. Mm-hmm. Everything you do is a pattern, mm-hmm. right? Playing yeah. guitar, yeah, or playing any musical instrument, mm-hmm. driving a car, um, yeah. Na- name something you do regularly.
0: Read. read, dance, read, dance. Oh wait, I don't dance yeah, at, <laughs> all. <laughs> at all, at <but>. all, no. <laughs>
2: But you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. It's it's at some level the yeah. things that you do in your life. When you prep life, to public speak, or you. That's right. Right. All those things. They, they are patterns that you've learned. You know how to do a certain thing, mm-hmm. and the brain, you, the human brain, craves patterns. Mm-hmm. They cra- Yeah. That, that's how. That's how we learn how to do things. Right. It's how you learn how to drive a car. Right. It's how you learn how to play. The drums. It's how you learn how to do. It's how we spell. recognize that it's it was how,
1: a human that made it, right? right? Like I That's mean, right. so yeah. it's, it's, it's
2: how, how you learn how to have a conversation. Right. It's, it's a spell, you, just a spell, right? It's repetition, mm-hmm. muscle so, memory, right? So it's, if you think like, about what if, if we're boiling this back, really peeling it back, yeah, uncertainty is a disruption of that mm. because the pattern is. I know what to do. It's, it's right. I'm running this line of code. Yeah, yes. I, I do X, and then I do Y, and then I do Z, and yeah. then it all works. Right. And now, all of a sudden, it you're does. like, we don't know what comes next. Right. So, when the thing comes, good or bad, yeah. then we can operate in that certainty, uh-huh. and we can navigate that better. Because
1: even something good or bad is a certainty.
2: It's a certainty. Right. So, right? we're, we're so able like, to... Yeah. I'm worried that my... That's fascinating. I'm worried that my... Aunt is going to die, or mm-hmm. I'm worried that my mom is going to die, and then she dies. Yep. It's sad, and you're going to grieve it. We hope. Yep. But now we know, mm-hmm. and now we're not staring at the ceiling at night, or now we're not torn up in during the day. Right. Now we know, yeah, right. and we can deal. We can operate in that. That's right. So part of just being psychologically healthy in this, yeah, is to recognize that our brains desire this and yet can't have it mm. and that's that becomes hard and just being being fully aware of i'm in this time of uncertainty and my mind wants everything and it wants certainty and it can't have it and i have to release that it goes back to our acceptance conversation
0: right right so there's a lot of uncertainty rooted in fear then yeah so because like ultimately the seventeen-year-old who thought mm-hmm. his dad was going to die, and he thought it was irrational, or you know, you come to a conclusion like there's no reason to think this. Yeah. Um, but something in him feared that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it caused this irrational, mm-hmm. um, obsession. Yeah. Do they obsess? How it does it doesn't that... have to be an obsession. You it think doesn't... about
2: it. It can be. It can be rational. Okay. Right. So if if you are, let's say you you are the breadwinner of your family. Okay. And they're in your industry things are unstable mm-hmm. all the time and <laughs> oh wait okay <laughs> I was, kevin had to make yeah, it about yeah. him okay well <laughs> that's not irrational to go i'm living in this period of time where i don't know if my job security is going to come right. from under me that's not irrational mm-hmm. no it's not right and you might be living in that for two weeks or months or a year right there's a long period of time and that's not an irrational thing right right it's just that your brain is afraid that that might happen okay and then when it does happen you're you're on more solid ground to go how do i navigate this now it doesn't mean that part isn't hard it is hard oh yeah but it's a different kind of tough yeah it's like my my kid my client it's like yeah, it's, it's super duper hard to lose your dad when you're 17, 18 years old. Yeah. yeah. And it's very, very sad. Yeah. But you can navigate that because you know what's happened now. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to,
0: is this going yeah, to Yeah, there's happen? no more of the wandering. Like, right. The your list. mind's just not spinning, spinning, spinning yeah. about it. So it's that, it's that. I just want to know. I, if I just knew, I've heard people say this. If I just knew, I could move on. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I just knew what was going to happen, or if I, I'm tired of living in yeah. limbo. And you can't mm-hmm. know. Or I'm... Um, and that's part of
2: this is acknowledging you can't know things. Yeah, our brains want to solve problems. They want patterns of certainty. Yeah, and there's some problems you can't solve because right. you don't know the variables. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like trying to solve. It's like if I say solve for x, mm-hmm. and you're like, great. Yeah. What's what's you know what are the well <laughs> yeah. like, no solve for x. Yeah. You're like I, I, don't I need know. more. Right, I, need I need more. more. Right. right. Um, and, and so I need a license plate. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> to divide or <laughs> yeah. multiply. Sometimes an X is just an X. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Sometimes. Thank yes. you, Freud. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That, you know that, that's the, the, our brains desire. That mm-hmm. it's how they're designed. Okay. I would submit now to kind of bridge back yeah. into into the the faith piece mm-hmm. that if we do that well, it actually gives us a more robust relationship with God. I agree. Rather than harms our relationship with God. I, I agree. Like with if that. we yep. if we get away from what Sam was talking about the genie in the bottle yeah. view of God and we yeah. move more into the yep. I have to live in the muckety muck and the uncertainty of life and yeah. that makes me draw near to God and yep. and explore his character right rather than I'm going to use God as a Sort of like a a, a talisman or, or something that's going to give right. me an yeah, answer what or what or, I want. Right. Then the 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 relationship with God actually could deepen in that. So it's an right. opportunity. It could go either way. Yeah. It could really harm your yep. relationship with God if you have a, an assumption that God's going to make everything certain or right. give you the outcome that you want.
0: Right. I think the uncertainty uh, has the potential to be great fertilizer for faith. Yeah. That's, yep. a, that's a great way to say it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If,
2: if, if you live in it well, mm-hmm. Yep. because again, it's a superhuman, not superhuman. It is a completely human, human head, yeah. right? Uh, impulse to want certainty. Yep. That's mm-hmm. how our brains operate. Yeah. That's how they learn and function in the world. Mm-hmm. So tell me what the pattern is. I'll do the pattern.
0: Okay. So if I'm stuck, like if I'm in this terrible place, of oh i'm just i'm paralyzed by the unknown uh what what do you tell people what do you do with that mm-hmm. or what do i how do i i know what i do as a pastor to kind of talk them off of some of that stuff but where where do you guys go in the like this could turn into like a obsession or mm-hmm. it could turn into an, an know, anxiety problem that's mm-hmm. that's yeah. right yeah or mm-hmm. whatever but anyway what, do you, where, what are the steps with dealing with this if you were to Right, so
2: if you reference our previous conversation about acceptance, a lot of it comes from that, of like let's get to a place of radical acceptance where mm-hmm. we're right. accepting that you want certainty that you cannot have. And, and also let's acknowledge what's happening is you want certainty for a thing that may or may not come to be true. Right. You want that to be known now and you cannot know it now. Right acknowledging that first accepting that first is is, big. is key right but then the same ideas that we talk about with anxiety we talk about with this which is let's get comfortable with being uncomfortable to mm. use that that idea okay let's this is an uncomfortable time your brain desires the the stability of certainty mm-hmm. it does not have it it cannot have it right and and that that part cannot be fixed mm-hmm. given that Let's work on being uncomfortable in this, or being comfortable, meaning like, yeah. I'm going to in the unknown. live a full life in the middle of this yeah. thing yeah. rather than spin, spin, spin. Right. Now, I'm going to get a little a little wonky here, a little technical. Oh, okay. okay? Let's do
0: this. Technical. <laughs> he cracked his knuckles. Uh, oh yeah, We're heard, in trouble yeah, now, yeah. Sam. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, <laughs> rolling up the sleeves now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is getting into uh,
2: the deep end of the pool. Okay. okay when we think about the things every example we talked about uh, a, a man who may or may not or a woman who may or may not lose their job right mm-hmm. um a relative that may or may not die mm-hmm. or a diagnosis that may or may not come all of it mm-hmm. yeah it is not unreasonable or irrational or crazy to have those thoughts right, right. it is not the problem isn't that you're having the thought right mm-hmm. the thought makes good sense okay the the thought of is my kid safe coming back from an event it's not a crazy thought right it's a completely rational normal thought Uh the problem isn't that you're having the thought the problem is that you're stuck to the thought Mm -hmm. and so i would refer the the issue isn't that you stay stuck on the content of i mean the issue isn't that you're having the thought right the solution isn't to to try to solve the thing that's unsolvable right the way out of that is to shift away from the thought. Mm, so okay. do you remember my yep. unwanted party guest example? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're referencing things and people are going to go back and listen to the other podcasts yeah. and it's going to be a beautiful thing. <laughs> un- unwanted party guest example, yes. listen
0: for that. It was Sam.
2: <laughs> I thought it was Tim Timmons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it was. <laughs> we, we came together, so. Uh, okay, you know. yeah. Yeah, That's the, the, the way through this is to go, that's not an irrational thought. But me staying stuck on it does nothing good other right. than wear me out, cause me not to be able to sleep, right. make my stomach in knots. Mm-hmm. Do there's nothing good happening here. Right. So it's it's now anxiety run amok, and harmful rather than helpful. Yeah. So the practice is to literally acknowledge that and acknowledge the uncertainty and shift into a focus on, and that focus could be on I'm going to spend time in prayer and praying for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pursue something that's life-giving. It could be whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 getting away from the sticky thought that our brain craves an answer to that it can't have.
1: Which has to be very intentional too, Like right? That's the yes. work because it's yeah. so... That thing is mm-hmm. always kind of drawing us back to it too. Right. And um, again,
2: this isn't coming from a weird or irrational place. Yeah. It's right.
0: completely normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just... Uh, is there a certain personality type that moves in this direction more than other personality types at all? Or is this pretty
2: universal? It's universal, but I'd say people that are prone to anxiety, mm-hmm. prone to rumination, okay, and people who are prone to a need for control.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I was wondering about that. Yeah, so yeah. someone
2: who's, th- they're used to controlling everything in their life. And they've, in, in many cases, been very successful. Mm-hmm. They've controlled the direction of their career the direction yep. of um you know their their family status all these kinds of things yeah and now here comes this yeah. gigantic monkey wrench in the yeah. whole works yeah something completely out of control right right then man right. that's that's a that's a biggie mm-hmm. and okay. so i see lots of folks professionally like that that yeah. are are highly competent yeah and highly skilled at controlling their world and then they're faced with something that is yeah, beyond their control mm-hmm. right yeah right it makes a lot of sense yeah I experienced some of that mm-hmm. Do, can I flip this back on you guys and you mm-hmm. said there's sure. some things as a as a in pastoral care that I would right talk to with someone who is dealing with getting
0: stuck on uncertainty yeah they I I think the um, faith piece that comes into play and the conversation is and I asked I, I started asking questions mm-hmm. Um. And part of it is is to say, okay, let's say the worst thing happens. Let's say let's let's say you're, the worst things happen. Let's play that out, um, and we have conversation around that. And I said, "Where's God in this?" I ask them always to ask them, "Where do you see God in this uncertainty? Mm-hmm. Um, is He a bystander?" I give them options like a He's He's watching, He's participating, He's causing it, He's mm-hmm. um, He doesn't care about your you know, and so you you usually give them options and they start to hear themselves talk about how they see God playing out in this uncertainty. And, and then the next question usually is, how do you want, how do you think God wants to see this play out? Um, Why do you think he wants it to play out that way? And, and so, you know, in dealing with people who um, have a fear of like, before they go in to get a test, I've, I've prayed with people before they go in to get a, a test on something that's physically wrong with them. And they're they're paralyzed by the fear that it could be Mm life-changing whatever that would be and so we talk about it we talk okay so what happens if it's life-changing what happens if it's cancer what happens so we take away the stigma of the unknown in the worst case scenario but we also talk about where god is in that and then ultimately the question is do you trust god with it um and do you trust his character? Do you trust his personhood? Do you trust that he loves you? Do you trust that? Um, and, and then the part of the conversation is, do you trust that we will be with you in it? Mm-hmm. No matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's, there's, there's a number of ways in which you kind of wrestle with it, with God being part of the, um, not, not necessarily to take away the anxiety or to take away the uncertainty, but to know that he's there with mm-hmm. you in it seems seems to help if if there's a a faith piece of connection to yeah i trust god with this okay let's then let's talk about how does that work what does that look like how does that ease your Mm -hmm. that's probably where we go i would go with it very similar i think yeah yeah it's just a lot of questions yep and i um
1: and sometimes i think just presence mm -hmm. is a big thing too for for people so i mean i'm just having somebody to yeah just to be able to kind of um know uh, sometimes people will come in and they kind of already know the what they should do or the answer and just to be able to kind of have some conversation around that just to feel secure in their decision i think that's another piece that or or to be challenged in it you know Mm -hmm. yeah so
0: yeah i i I think when people actually speak it out Mm -hmm. i don't know if you find this to be true yeah but they they hear it they hear they hear the oh maybe i'm Maybe I'm being irrational. Maybe I, this doesn't make sense. Right. And the
2: last thing I'll say about that is exactly that. Our brains, if you think about, there's a middle part of our brain that's emotional and the front part of our brain is more rational. Yeah. And when people say, you need to talk about this, yeah. a lot of times the resistance to that is, well, what difference will that make? Mm-hmm. You know, right. if I talk about whether right. I have cancer or not, I'll talk about whether I'm going to lose my job or not. Right it does make a difference and the reason is because the way our brains are wired is that we need language in order to make sense of what we're feeling and right. to put it in sort of its rational place mm-hmm. and so when we talk about it then the front part of our brain gets engaged in a way that goes now this is making more sense to me right and i'm not just spinning on the emotional part that's trying to keep me safe on an emotional level, right. but I can really begin to wrap my head around it. Now, I'm not saying that's a perfect process, no. but that's why you talk about it. Right. But that's, is that where that
1: comes from then? Is that, yeah, that,
2: yeah, you're bringing up to the front part of your brain. Yeah. The front yeah. part of your brain is the middle part of your brain, which is emotional. Mm-hmm. It's all caveman brain. It's all, there's, there's, you know, there's <laughs> yeah. no language there. There's no, there's right. no rationality there. Right. It's just, it's emotion. It's emotion. And it's trying to help you and keep, by keeping you safe. The front part of your brain is, language like based logic based and- yep. rational right and yeah. so we're bringing it up to the front and right. that's when when people say even in a situation that you can't control or that talking about it doesn't change the outcome talking about it changes it for you right, right. and that's the
0: benefit right of it. that's so good man and and journaling has been a, a tool I yeah, used. same idea yeah yeah, yeah. But just write it out And if you have no one, like if you're listening to this podcast and you're stuck somewhere, write it out, Mm. write it out on a piece of paper and then say it Mm -hmm. and you'll hear yourself, you'll hear your logic. Mm -hmm. And once you hear your logic, sometimes you can, you can jar yourself to go, oh, it's unknown. So anyway, good stuff. Yeah. Well, this was good. Uh, Hopefully, this will help you navigate some uncertainty in your life. If not, um, I'm sure you'll have some uncertainty in the future. (laughs) And uh, thanks for joining us on Journey on My Mind.
1: I am stuck. (laughs) Oh, he has anxiety around that. Journey on My Mind. Journey on My Mind.
0: If you've enjoyed this episode of the Journey Now podcast, please consider rating and reviewing us and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us today.